Hi, we're here from Curiosity.com to help you get smarter in just a few minutes. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you'll learn about why you wake up hungry after overeating. Then, historian Justin Jample will tell us about what state gifts and other artifacts can tell us about the past. You'll also learn why birds have hollow bones, and it's not to make them lighter. Let's satisfy some curiosity. It's the day after Thanksgiving here in the U.S., and we thought that instead of a listener question, we'd tackle the science behind something many Americans probably experienced this morning. Tell me if this sounds familiar. You ate a ton of food last night, yet you woke up hungrier than normal. What's the deal with that? Well, it turns out that there's science to it and a way to avoid it when your next big holiday meal comes around. So after you eat any meal, your blood sugar or blood glucose rises. In response, your pancreas douses your bloodstream with insulin, which travels around to your cells and tells them to let that glucose in. The cells either convert that glucose to energy or store it to hopefully use it later. When you consume a whole lot of sugar and starch, like in the form of mashed potatoes, stuffing, rolls, and pie, your glucose levels spike, leading to an emergency response from your pancreas. It floods your bloodstream with insulin, forcing all that sugar into your cells and dropping your glucose levels in what's infamously known as a sugar crash. Here's the thing. All of this is more pronounced at night. Research suggests that your blood glucose is naturally higher after an evening meal than a morning meal, and that level also fluctuates a lot while you sleep, which means your insulin levels fluctuate a lot too. So if you flood your system with sugar before bed, you're likely to have one mother of a sugar crash by morning. Combine that low blood glucose with dehydration from too much salt and alcohol, and it's no wonder you wake up ready to go for round two. It's too late to stave off the morning munchies this time around, but there are more holidays around the corner, so here are a few tips for next time. First, Try to go heavier on the protein and lighter on the carbs at dinner. Protein has a less pronounced effect on blood glucose, and it tends to make you feel fuller faster. Second, try going for a 15-minute walk 15 minutes after dinner. Studies suggest that light to moderate exercise after a meal can help balance blood sugar levels. Then you can go to sleep feeling good and wake up feeling normal. Good luck! What can tell us more about the past? An extravagant weapon gifted to a world leader? Or a menu from a mom-and-pop restaurant? You might be surprised to learn that both can tell us a lot, and that's according to historian Justin Jampol. He's the host of Travel Channel's new show, Lost Secrets, which hopefully you've been watching since the last time we talked to him a few weeks ago. And it turns out Justin is also the founder and executive director of the Venda Museum of the Cold War, which is an art museum, historical archive, and educational institution in Culver City, California. Here's what Justin told us about what the artifacts in museums like his tell us about history. Because a museum focuses on endangered collections and materials that, that help to sort of help us to understand and, and shape what we know of the past, I love the materials that are not just valuable because it's, uh, it's, it's you know, gold or it's, uh, it's super rare. I love the materials. For me, the treasure are the materials that give us some insight into how people lived. Um, scrapbooks. I love menus, right? Because they tell you about what people ate and the food and the cost and the price and the ingredients. And all the way to documents, archives, and collections from leaders that give you some insight in how they perceived and saw the world. We also have a crazy collection of <laughs> at the Museum of State Gifts of gifts that 
leaders gave to one another. We have a gold and ruby encrusted sword from Saddam Hussein, which is always a crowd pleaser. Wow. (laughs) Bizarre. You know, this is a time when diplomacy was done through gift giving and and my dissertation was on gift giving among (laughs) other other things. There's a long, rich tradition in uh, state gift giving. And look, at the end of the day, these are all portals to look through to get at something else. You know, whether you're reading a first-hand account of the Civil War, or you're studying a consumer product, or an archaeological find. I mean, these are all just, on the one hand, they're all very small things. They're, They're very particular points of view. But the more that you contemplate, you learn about them, it tells you information about something much, much bigger, you know? And I think that's what's always excited me about history, about museums. And ultimately, if you broaden that lens widely enough, you can't help but to reflect on our world today and how we got here, right? I mean, this is how we're living now is a direct result of what came before. And I, I think that's ultimately what makes history so important and why it's so important to, uh, to think about it. So looking at a jewel-encrusted sword doesn't just show us an oddity from history. It actually tells us a story about how diplomacy used to work. History rules. Again, Justin Jampol is the founder and executive director of the Venda Museum in Culver City, California. Stop by if you're in the area. Ashley did. I did. There's a big piece of the Berlin Wall in the parking lot. It's amazing. What? Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. And you can catch Justin on Lost Secrets, the new series on Travel Channel, where Justin journeys around the world unearthing objects and revealing new truths about our history. Lost Secrets airs Sundays at 11 p.m. Eastern, only on Travel Channel. Today's episode is sponsored by Mova Globes, rotating globes powered by light and the Earth's magnetic field. Mova Globes don't use any batteries or messy cords. Instead, hidden magnets provide movement. There are 40 different designs of Mova Globes, including world maps, outer space, and even famous works of art. Mova Globes are a great gift for the person who has everything, even a ruby-encrusted sword. And if you love history as much as Justin Jampol and I do, then you should check out Mova Globes' antique terrestrial map design. It's a vintage map from 1790 that shows the three voyages of Captain James Cook. But get this, there's no Antarctica because James Cook didn't believe it existed. That's wild. And whether you're looking for the perfect gift or just something to spice up your decor, you can get in on their special holiday promotion right now. Get 15% off everything, plus free shipping. This is their biggest deal of the year. So please visit MovaGlobes, M-O-V-A, globes.com slash curiosity and use coupon code curiosity, that's C-U-R-I-O-S-I-T-Y, for 15% off your purchase, plus free shipping. One more time, that's movaglobes.com slash curiosity. Code curiosity. Ask any elementary school student why birds have hollow bones, and they'll have an easy answer for you. It's to help them fly. Gold star, kid. But contrary to popular belief, it's not because it makes them lighter. Birds have hollow bones because they need so much oxygen to fly that their lungs actually extend into their bones. In fact, those hollow bones don't make birds any lighter at all. Bird skeletons don't weigh any less than mammal skeletons of the same size. After all, bones that are hollow and thin are also more fragile, so they'd need to be made of much denser material to keep from breaking all the time. That density also helps with flying. 
Increased bone density means increased bone stiffness and strength, which improves flying performance. We use the same strategy when we design man-made airframes, as in we maximize stiffness and strength relative to weight. It's because birds need so much oxygen to fly that their lungs actually extend into their bones. Bird bones aren't even just hollow, they're pneumatized. That is, they're full of spaces for air. You actually have some pneumatized bones too, mostly around your sinuses. As a baby bird grows, the air sacs that make up its lungs kind of invade its bones, and that forms a bunch of tiny hollows. The air sacs stay attached to these hollows for a bird's life, and the forward and backward arrangement of those air sacs helps give birds a little-known superpower. They can take in oxygen while both inhaling and exhaling. I would love to see them play the saxophone. So next time someone says birds have hollow bones to help them fly, you can tell them they're right. But you'll know the real reason why. Before we wrap up today, here's a sneak peek at what you can catch this weekend on Curiosity.com. This weekend, you'll learn about why blue light isn't damaging your eyesight, the beautiful mosaic that NASA's new telescope captured of the southern sky, why sound carries farther in cold weather, how to break a bad habit, and more. Okay, so now let's recap what we learned today. Well, you wake up hungry after overeating because basically blame carbs and eat more protein. Yeah. And we learned that in the past, people didn't just think about gift-giving around birthdays and holidays. For some state leaders, gift-giving was a way of conducting diplomacy. And what they gave each other can tell us a lot about history. The perfect lesson for Black Friday. Yeah. I'm jealous you got to go to the Venom Museum. I did see some very pretty weapons there. Did you see any bird bones while you were there? No, because bird bones don't have anything to do with the Cold War. Also, their lungs extend to their bones. Again, not sure how that's relevant to history, but hey... Seamless transition. <laughs> this is why we win awards, right? Seamless. Yep. Today's stories were written by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity.com. Script writing was by Cody Goff and Sonia Hodgen. Curiosity Daily is produced and edited by Cody Goff. Have a great weekend and join us again Monday to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. On the Westwood One Podcast Network. 